Hello, my friends. How are you? I hope you are well wherever you are all around the world. Welcome to another episode of The Analog Hour, the world's favorite film photography chat show hosted by Matt Murray and Lucy Lumen. So I've got that coming up for you in a couple of minutes. A couple of announcements first, and I've got a very exciting announcement. The X-Pro Zine has finally landed. Yes, remember that X-Pro cross-processing competition we ran here on Matt Loves Cameras podcast. Uh, we ran it for about a year. It just went on forever. Well, I have finally done the zine. The zine is free. It is digital only. And if you'd like to grab or you'd like to download your copy of that PDF, it is available through my Substack. So it's mattlovescameras.substack.com. Now, the first time you go there, you'll see a picture of my beautiful face with me holding my contact C3. And you need to put your email in there. Then you need to choose a subscription option. So most people choose the free one. With the free one, you can read all of the posts, you can comment, you can vote in the polls, and you can also download the XPro PDF for free. I post about once a week, maybe once every eight, 10 days on all sorts of topics to do with photography, some film, some digital, some digicams, all sorts of stuff. So I'd really love it if you sign up to my newsletter Paid subscribers have some little bonuses. So for example, paid subscribers can download four other film photography zines, Polaroids of Wynnum, Purple Grain, Pantastic, and 35mm Japan, which of course is my latest personal zine. And there's a couple more zines being added in August, September. I'm adding Sprocktastic and I'm adding Every Summer as well. So they are there for paid members of the Substack. You can join for as little as $5 a month. Uh, the yearly subscription is 36 US dollars and if anyone chooses the founding member subscription you'll actually get a copy a print copy of 35 millimeter Japan sent to you so have a look at all the details at mattlovescameras.substack.com now speaking of 35 millimeter Japan if we're talking about the print copy of the zine I have 14 copies left I've sold two in the last week so I've got 14 copies left and you can find out how to get a print copy along with the Matt Loves Cameras sticker and four different postcards at mattlovescameras.com so make sure you check that out and grab one before they're all gone forever because this is the only print run and final plug in the last few days I've published a new Casio Exilim Digicam video I took it to Japan with me and I'll show you lots of amazing retro Japanese CCD sensor photos of Tokyo but now it's time for the analog hour preparing to live stream this meeting this meeting is being live streamed got it meeting is now streaming live on youtube Hooray. <laughs> i think it's saying but it's saying on this other one that it's setting up so i'm not sure if we're actually live i can't see it yet has it appeared in your your live streams on your oh, channel yes I think all of what we just said has is is being played on YouTube now. Oh, so. lovely, brilliant! <laughs> luckily we didn't. Luckily we didn't flag off anyone. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't say uh, anything too uh, spicy. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Matt? I'm very well, Lucy Lumen. How are you? I'm good. We've had a bit of a hectic morning with Luca. He um, cut his lip. Like on a, I won't even explain how it happened. You know, children do things. You're like, I don't yeah. even know how you did that. He did that. So we had like a lot of. Um, uh, tears and then uh, he slipped on the tiles and banged his head. Oh my so, gosh. I know, all in the space of like half an hour. So, yeah, when we had, yes. when we had little, oh, well, we still have kids, but when we had little kids, we were like, oh, the tiles, yeah, because they, they fall over and crack their heads. It's a bit of a nightmare. Yes. 
It is yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well, you're looking yeah. a bit like um, Little Red Riding Hood there today, Lucy Lemon. What's going on? <laughs> I was thinking more, I think, oh, yesterday I had red lipstick on. I was thinking more Snow yes. White with the well, bob, but maybe with sure. this. Well, have you seen the Snow White uh, controversies going around? You don't want to be Snow White at the moment. She's getting a bit of stick, old oh, Snow White. Oh, is she? I had no, I had no idea. Uh, apparently, the actress who's playing Snow White uh, has come out in a couple of interviews saying how much she hates Snow White and they're going to change the story. And and a lot of people are not very happy about it. So, oh, no. uh, yeah. But I must say, generally, like, uh, Lucy, you know, you've got the new Bob haircut, which looks amazing. You've got the new clothes, new glasses. It's like we've got Lucy 2.0. Yes. Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Sorry. Lux is reminding me that we're live and I'm like, yes, I know. He's like, this is not good enough This is actually, this is part of the show, this idol band zone. This is actually part of the show. Um, Um, But yes, no, this is the new, the new, well, this is actually new old Lucy because I always had this haircut forever and then. Uh, ah. I, I, like this was my my go-to. I was going to um, say you had an upgrade. Not that you, the, the first Lucy was amazing already, but it's like you've been you know, had a new firmware update and yes. you, yeah, I've been you've loaded a new look, you know. Um, but you're saying this is actually a rollback to, to 10 years of, ago. Yes, it is. Yeah, like, yeah, I always had this haircut. So, yeah, you'll have to update the Lucy Lumen starter pack to yeah. it got to add bangs. Other bangs. Yeah, yeah, bangs. Yes. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I, love how, I love how Lux... Uh, you know, interrupt oh, us. Stop talking crap. Get on I, with the show. I know. Um, yeah. Can you see? I can't see the chat, Matthew. Can you see it? Uh, I, I can see that we're live. Be... I'm just going into it now. Okay. We're, we're such we'll professionals. Sh- I know. I I've know. got an ad. Come on, Lucy. I've you know I've got to watch oh, an ad. I can't. I, I can't control that, Matthew. That's just the uh... yes. It's from DigiDirect, no less. They have order, some birthday- order something that they, they don't have in stock. Well, they had some. They had some birthday cake cakes. Um, that was pretty cool. With that, and no one said anything. Um, is anyone? Okay. Actually, nine people are watching. Okay. All right. Well, hello to everybody, and thank you for joining. Um, we've got a fun uh, set of topics today. So we were going to talk about staying inspired. Um, if you're feeling in like a creative rut or um, kind of struggling with photography at the moment, we're going to share things that we do to stay inspired and that aren't necessarily like photography related because we do have other interests and I'm sure a lot of you out there also have lots of other interests. And I find that um, other things can be more inspiring than just sort of photography. So we'll touch on those. Um, And then we'll talk about how to integrate creativity into your um, everyday life, your busy schedule. Cause Mm. I know I get a lot of questions from people on Instagram saying like their parents or like they're working full time or both and they find it hard to like make time for that. So maybe we can share things we do to integrate it into our lives. Sure. Um, and then we've got a couple of uh, listener questions as well. So it should be a good one. So stick around. Um, before we get into it, I wanted to mention the giveaway that I have at the moment with uh, my good friends over at Hung Supply. Um, they are giving away one of the Roscoe... Um, camera pouches which would fit like a point and shoot or like a compact sort of camera um so good they're like camera carry stuff's like very cool and fashionable which I love um as well as being practical so um and then I'm giving away three rolls of film be two color and one black and white all fresh from the lumen fridge this is like um, that, that black and white's never gonna get used can we get rid of that and give away <laughs> well actually um lux was like oh no because he's been shooting a lot of black and white lately he's oh, been wow. shooting he's developed a um a taste for tri-x oh nice so expensive yeah 
I was looking on uh I was like going to get him some and I was like, geez, it's like, it was like $26 or yeah, 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 roll. It's quite expensive, but it is really nice, like really nice Mm. contrast. Um, So yeah, so if you would like to enter the giveaway, if you're just signing up to the um, Hung Supply email list. So if you go over to uh, the website, there's a little form to fill in, super easy and quick. I'll try and link it in the description as well so people can see. Um, But yes, definitely uh, hit that one up for your chance to win and the winners will be announced next friday maybe in the newsletter i think or on instagram so so in um, the picture i was going to enter and then because it looked really cool mm, but then i thought i'll I have no chance yeah. of winning even if i won they'd redraw it because it's you know conflict of it interest looks, you know yes yeah, but yeah do you get the mewtwo as well with the uh, uh <laughs> the mewtwo part of the package no you don't unfortunately oh, get the I'm mewtwo just, i'm sorry <laughs> edit that out that bit sorry <laughs> it will fit know, Mewtwo. in the newsletter i had a picture originally of the roscoe pouch that's part of the giveaway but it was and then a contacts t2 was next to it and i was uh, like people are 100 percent going to be like do i get the contacts yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. and no you looks like a very nice know. pouch yeah i've got this sling which is bigger and i've been using that we use that all the time and it's really really good nice. like it fits a few cameras and yeah it's just yeah easy um all right so what's what's going on with you matthew murray what have you been what have you been shooting since we last spoke uh, well, I have done a, a done a couple of TikToks, and I put them on Instagram as well. Of this little bad boy, the Penguin Camera. Uh, yes, uh, you know, regular again. watchers of Analog Hour and listeners of Analog Hour will know about Newt Newt, the Penguin mm-hmm. Camera. Yeah. Uh, so the the ca- their photos looked really dreamy and really cool, and I really love that camera. And the other one is um, that one that Matthew Joseph gave me. <clears throat> excuse me, the Fanta camera. Ah, uh, yes, yep. And it had yep. a very similar looking, a very dreamy look. So I've done little short videos about them. I'm going to do longer videos. Um, what else have I been shooting? I shot some color, not Lomography color 92, Lucy Lumen. Yeah. Yeah. How did yeah. you go with that? Um, yeah, I published two videos about it. I've done a full review on my channel. Okay. And, I haven't uh, seen it yet. I'm Pen so FT. sorry. That's all right. I think we're both like, we've said like, I, I haven't watched much YouTube, like I, either no, of us, of many, no. of anyone. So no, that's right. Um, so I'll have to catch up on that, but yeah, give me your little, uh, little, well, it's, a, it. it's a 20 minute, uh, about 20 minute review of it. It's, you know, it's a cool film. It's, it, it, it feels to me like a, it has the look of an expired film, even though it's a fresh film. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It's grainy. Yeah. It's some muted sort of colors there. Um, so I think it is a bit of fun. Like if, especially if you shoot it in a Lomo style, like double exposures and stuff like that. Yep. My favorite image from my first role with the Olympus Pen FT was an accidental double exposure. I absolutely loved it, okay. but I feel like it's more of a ISO 320 film more than ISO 400. Okay. And in the second video I compared side by side, I compared Lomo color 92, which is made in Germany, but it says made in China on the box versus Lomo Color 400, which of course is made in the good old USA, which is a Kodak film. And uh, spoiler alert, you know, if you like saturation, if you like low grain, the the Kodak made made the USA film, which is Color Negative 400. You know, it's no comparison that wipes the floor with Color 92. But again, it depends on what what you're after, right? That's just my opinion. Yep. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, I do. It's. It, I haven't seen anything where I'm like, oh, I'm super keen to try this out. Yeah. And then I think we said last time like the price and all of that. But yeah, shooting it in that Lomo kind of style, um, like would yeah. And it's good that there's some film available because I know you said you sold a point and shoot the other yes. day, and Yesterday. someone was asking you where to get film, and um, yeah. 
it's it can be a bit difficult at the moment. I yeah. think Kmart just had Color Plus, and I, right. I went in yesterday or the day before, and she said, "Oh, we just got a ship a shipment of it." Yeah, and it's all sold out. Like it literally went in one day, and I was like, wow. "Oh, I'm so annoyed I wasn't here." Yeah. on that day to grab it but um, i haven't seen any um color plus i think i've had actually i think i've got one roll of color plus from my local i need two local game arts here i've had one roll ever the only yeah. other color plus i got from them was i got a pack of eight i think in, okay. in through online sales yeah um, and it's funny the guy said to me when i sold a camera i haven't sold any cameras for ages and i sold one yesterday he said oh where do you get your film from i said oh i just bought some fuji film superior from um i think it was decisive moment and he's like, when was that? Was that recent? I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I said, oh, it was actually in March. So um, I was like, oh, I haven't bought a film for a couple of months. Um, but I did buy some Fujikawa for my birthday. It was my birthday last Saturday, Lucy Lemon. It was. I'm sorry. Was I birthday. had I had no idea. And I saw that uh, like repost from uh, your daughter, Ellen. My daughter, yes. Like, oh, yeah. that's so sweet. Yeah. So it's part of my birthday present. I got, I mean, I bought it for myself and gave it to my wife to package up. Yeah. I got five rolls of this. Fujicolor 100. 100. Okay. So um, I never shot this before. This is one of the films I was desperately looking for in Japan. In Japan, yeah. Coincidentally, I have a video on my channel. Is there any film left in Japan? And I was looking for this film, couldn't find it. I got five rolls here from um, Walkins, I think it was, all the okay. Japanese writing there. So uh, I've yep, got a roll yep. in my camera at the moment with that. I'm pretty excited. Nice. Yeah, um, that's really cool. I, I think, I don't know if we have a roll of that in the fridge, maybe that someone had sent me. I think so, but yeah. I haven't got around to shooting it yet. I've got a few different like Fuji um, films that are like discontinued that I hadn't sort of yeah. heard of that I need to to shoot. Um, I think it is the same. I think it's the same as Fuji Industrial 100. I could be wrong, but I've, I've heard that a couple from a couple of different sources. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, nice, mm. nice. Um, I got a bunch of Ultramax from Decisive Moment. Oh, yeah. And I think they're in stock, still in stock at the moment. Nice. If anyone, how watching. much are we looking at these days? They were, I think, fifteen. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Fifteen or sixteen. Thirty-six exposures. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. not too, not too bad. Yeah, pretty good. Um, and I got some Fuji C two hundred, which is just gold. Yeah. From Ikigai. I bought yeah. a bunch of that as well just to stock up. But yeah, nice. I really miss I would love some color plus, but I can't I just I just don't see that anyway yeah. at all. You know, we went from kind of bagging out color plus, like oh it's so yeah. basic and yeah. And now I'm like, oh, it's actually really good because it's just a good kind of neutral. Yeah. Like the skin tones are nice and you know, like I like using it for product sure. stuff because it doesn't sort of interfere too much with the uh, you know like showing it um yeah but then i don't want to use portrait because i'm like oh that's like you know really expensive exactly so. that's the thing about portrait you don't it's getting like that with all film now but portrait yeah. used to sit in your fridge like oh i gotta use that yeah for you're waiting occasion. for that special portrait you know, moment uh, yeah. yeah yeah so mm. <laughs> oh that's funny um and have you bought any any gear i i haven't i mean i bought an olympus om1 not the film one the digital one the so digital I've, one. Yep. I've been using that getting your when you i used to usually shoot fujifilm digital i've got a little rico gr3 and then i i got the olympus out the other day and i was i went to the echo with it and um trying to get your head around a different camera which has a different completely different like way of shooting yeah. to like fuji Oh my gosh, it is. It's a bit of a learning curve. So I was enjoying mm. that. I, I am still thinking about buying a Ricoh GR1V. So um, I've done a couple of, I've done one video on my channel with the Ricoh R1, which is the, the basic uh, version, which I love that camera. It's really good. And I've been thinking about buying the Ricoh GR1V um, with some American dollars I have. Um, but I don't know, it's like a thousand dollars. Like, 
I've always, yeah. I've always wanted it. Do I, yep. I, you know, do I sell some other stuff and buy that? Or so that's my current, you know, I've got some of my watch list. Yep. Um, what about you? You got anything gassing away, Lucy Lemon? Um, I think like I'm doing more and more like paid work on film, which is yep. awesome. So I would like to get another F100. Yeah, it's so up. good. Have you have you used or owned an Nikon F100 no, before? I've always been into the the Canon like SLRs, yeah. which are just SLRs. as like just as yeah, good. it's just yeah. whatever you join up with and yeah, game we just have start. more like yeah Nikon lenses, like, lenses so yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. But it's just so like like just the more I use the F100, I'm like oh my god, I just want to keep using it because like the autofocus is so fast like yep. for, for a film camera and like it, it just feels really snappy and yeah. I feel it gives me that sense of uh which I don't care about in my personal work obviously but um like it makes me feel kind of more professional and like I've yep. got it you know it gives me a bit of confidence because it feels really especially when it's got like the flash mounted on top like I'm just like oh I feel like such a photographer you know like people <laughs> yeah. are going to really take me seriously so yeah. Um, I'd like to get another one just in case anything happens yeah, or sure. to have both going at the same time Yeah, already loaded up with like different lenses, know, different lenses different and that yeah, I don't yeah. have to yeah. like do all that because that can get a bit stressful, especially if I'm on my, on my own doing it. So, yeah. um, so keeping an eye out for one of those and then um, not, not really anything else. I'm sort of moving away from shooting point and shoots as much as I was um, yeah. just because I'm, using our you betrayed like, us you're an slr girl now you betray us it's just obviously with point and shoots it is limiting like as as you know and i love that look it's really cool but i think um just with the price of film like the like the hit rate if i use something like yeah. like my f100 i just sort of i can see more what's going on i've got more control For sure um you know what it's like with point and shoots. You're like, oh, that didn't focus where I wanted it to, or I was got a bit too close, or I don't know, just something yeah. happened and it wasn't how I wanted it to be. Um, so yeah, and I've been using um, Lux's 90 millimeter Leica lens. Oh. And uh, yeah, <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? I don't know. Lux's. <laughs> what if you say the word Lux's 90 millimeter something? I don't know what you're going to say. So. <laughs> God. <laughs> It's oh, gonna make dear. me. Uh, I'll be the color of my. Uh, you're blending. My, my knitted <clears throat> cardigan. Yeah, just completely. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, I've been using that, and it's. I, I really like that. Like getting really close, like ab- like abstract kind of look. So I've been trying to develop that more. And we got a macro lens, which I think we were talking about last time. Nice. We got a sixty millimeter AFD. Oh yeah. Um, two point eight Nikon lens. Sweet. And oh so much fun like yeah. i never thought i'd be like i'm having so much fun with macro photography but for yeah. products it's so good because yeah. like what i've been shooting perfume bottles and yeah stuff jewelry and stuff like that so like getting getting in really close mm. oh, it's just so it's so fun like i love yeah. it it's so cool so those are my like i've been going down that sort of train a bit more than shooting with pointed shoots yeah. um yeah so that's kind of it but i don't really have my eye on anything else because we've been buying we bought a like a Godox like video, oh, light, yeah. like a softbox, yeah, like a really yeah. big kind of one. And we've got it on like a C stand um, and we used it yesterday on a shoot and it was like amazing. I was like, wow, like the, we like our house doesn't have very good light. And then we turned yeah. that on and it was just like so even yeah. and like so much light. I was like, this is great. So it felt very like, it feels like, felt like a studio in our house yesterday when we did um a shoot, like a merch shoot for. Did a, you have um, like constant lighting or was it strobe? Uh, just con- like um constant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah. I, yeah. I had a, I've then... got a massive I've got a massive softbox. It is like it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's I don't know how big it must be like four five five feet. 
by five feet. Like it's, wow. it's crazy okay. big. Yeah, huge. And it fits. I got this stand in the back there. And yep. um, so I set it up with one of my Godox, um, not, no, like not a strobe, a strobe, yeah, a strobe. Well, you know, like a flash, not a constant yep. lighting. Yep. And I uh, took some nice photos of my daughter. But then she, then we didn't use them in the end. We There was something else happened. We used something else. Okay. But anyway, but it was a lot of fun just setting it up and yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, I don't really know, like I don't have much experience with kind of using lights like that, but um it was really fun to like see it all come together and see how much yeah. of a difference like it made. Um and then we did use like um like on camera flash as well. Um we shot like four rolls of film, so hopefully um we're now in the anxious waiting process of like, oh my god, will it turn out? But we got uh we shot a bunch of um Instax wides and nice. they looked really cool and yep. it's so good. Like the hit rate was just. What are you using for the Instax like, wide? Just the uh, Fuji Instax um, wide? Yeah. I 210 or whatever it is. I think like it the, is. The, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the big, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, nice. But they came out really, like, yeah, really, really good. Like just very consistent. And That's what Instax is, right? Yep. Yeah. And it just felt so good because I, I was like, I don't feel bad just ripping through like a couple of packs because like they yep. all came out. Like the only thing that was wrong was like our poses, not the film. Whereas yeah, with Polaroid, yeah. I'm just, you said you had that recently with Polaroid as well, where you were like a couple came out kind of just. Yeah. Shooting. It's always, it's always the constant battle. Like um, I've got probably about 15 packs of Polaroid I bought about a year ago. It's been in the fridge. It'll, it's all pretty good. It's just like some of them have light leaky sort of things to them. I was yeah. going to take them a few packs with, to Japan with me, but I don't know about, you know, the, the constant question in film photography groups can you take, you know, film through yeah. a scanner? And yep. apparently the CT scanners absolutely trash Polaroid. Polaroid, so yep. I think I'm just going to shoot my Polaroids around, around Oz, Lucy Lemon. They keep um, them in the, in the country. Yeah. Yeah. I'll either buy some, maybe I'll buy some Instax over there. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be a good idea. I had, um, I was talking to Pete um, at Ikigai at our film lab and he said that because everyone's coming back from their Europe Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. holiday. There's yeah. some holiday that they post on Instagram, and you know, makes yeah. us all jealous. Um, and he said that a lot of there's a lot of film being developed that's like ruined from. Oh, um, serious? Yeah, and a, and I, he he told me that so, yeah, a customer had said that like they wouldn't do hand checks. Yeah. Um, in like the European airports, like they were full on like no, like just didn't care. And then yeah, a lot of he's like I'm seeing a lot of film that's like been ruined by scanners. So I mean, with the without the, the global pandemic, um, you know, with the scarcity of film and the yeah. price rises, and then like it's like bad things comes in come in threes, right? Like this is mm. a, this is another thing that's just going to stop people from shooting film, getting into film. I know um, Bill too, a friend of mine who's in a group chat. I'm in. I think he, I'm not sure if he did in the end. I think, I don't think he took, he went to Amsterdam recently. I don't think he took any film because he said, I just don't want to take the risk. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. Maybe he changed his mind at the last minute, but that's the kind of thing that people are getting into now. Are there CT scanners at this airport or not? You know what? It's too hard. Yeah. I'm either going to have to buy film over there at a really high price. Or I'm, just, I'm just going to shoot digital. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't want to take the risk of that getting uh, ruined. I, this might be a stupid question, but if you, could you get it developed? I guess that's a risk too, because you don't know the lab, but like, can you get it developed there, yeah, then bring sure. the negatives back, then get them scanned or it's not is that really, still going to ruin it if it's been like dev? It's developed, it's fine. Okay. The, the right. issue you've got is if you, if you go over, like, so I'm going to Japan again in November, 
Uh, I'm going to take film with me. Hopefully, I don't think at Brisbane yet they have CT scanners outbound. I'm going to actually okay. email them in the next few days and find out. Hopefully, I'll do a hand check. If they don't, it'll go through hopefully the regular X-ray scanner. Then I land in Japan. There's no there's no scan on on when you land. You yep. shoot your film. So the, your choices then are: do you bring it home with you? Mm-hmm. Um, now Narita Airport, when I left Narita in April, they were doing hand checks. Happen, and they even had a sign up, and they were doing hand checks. Okay. And all the airports in Japan were great. They did hand checks. Now maybe they've changed in the last three four months. Mm-hmm because so many yeah. people have asked at yep. the time they're doing hand checks. The alternative is for me to go and get it done in Tokyo. I've read some online reviews of labs in Tokyo. Some say they're really good. Some say they're hit and miss. Some say okay. they're really expensive. Yeah. Um, some say that some say, Oh, this place is really good, but the scan is only like 2000 pixels by 3000 pixels, which you know, it's not very big. That's it's not, not as big, big as yeah. standard. So it's kind of like, what do you do? If you did, if you did get them developed over there and you brought them home, mm. it's, it's not really. You basically, if you if you send all your negatives that you got scan uh, developed somewhere else to a lab, you're pretty much paying almost as much as you would for a Devon scan. Yeah. It's okay. Really expensive. Yep. So then it's going to work out really pricey. Yeah. So you're yeah. kind of in a in a huge quandary. You yeah. either shoot it over there and get it developed over there, and what you get is what you get, or you yeah. risk bringing it bringing it back and, and get it done by your local lab. Yeah. Well, this is making me um like obviously this is great news, but it's I'm always like longing to travel yeah. because I want to take photos, but now I'm like happy that I. I'm not in the position to travel at the moment because then I'd have to deal with this uh, this problem of it's deciding crazy, hey? what to do. But I'm yeah. guessing different airports are different. Because, I mean, I know from traveling, like, without film, like, yeah, different airports are more. Like, when I, when I was in America, I was like, wow, this is, like, full on, like, yeah. going through and, like, you know, going through customs and all that. It felt very, yeah. like, intense, whereas other airports weren't so bad. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess you just got to, yeah, like, maybe... Yeah, like in Japan, yeah, a hand decision. check is literally them getting the box and going, oh, yeah, it looks like film, put it through. Whereas yeah. in like Brisbane Airport before when I've gone out to Canberra, they did a hand check for me once, just going domestically. And they literally like they'll do a swab on all the stuff to, because they can do, yeah. they can detect minute traces of explosive mm. stuff. So they'll, yeah. they'll run a full chemical check with a swab, you know. So it, it's, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, kind of there's like luck. so much like red tape. I mean, uh, you know, obviously for safety and stuff, but yeah, it does. It's a bit of a bummer for bummer for film shooters. Yeah. Um, Welcome to again. the airport analog hour <laughs> where we answer your airport security answer questions. Your airport questions. <laughs> if you're worried about traveling with film, just drop a question in below and we'll talk about it for the next it's three hours. Extremely niche topic that we're here to cover for you. Actually, I don't think it is. I think it, it's probably the most asked. Yeah, that's true. Question. Yeah, I actually and don't really know much about question. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but so this has been good. I feel like I've learned something. Um, we've all learned something today. We've all learned something today on the analog hour. Um, awesome. So I did. I did want to say that I have been also been shooting my Canon Rebel G Matthew Murray with the forty millimeter pancake lens that we bought at the camera fair which i know this is known as the the matt murray special (laughs) so it's a bit of an in joke here so years ago people would well not the last two or three years people would come on to say facebook groups like the australian film photography facebook group and they're getting into film like this is two or three years ago before all the disasters hit with prices and stuff hi i want to get a a point and shoot can anyone recommend me anything and anytime anyone ever asked for a point and shoot recommendation two or three people pipe up why don't you just buy a canon eos slr and get the 40 millimeter pancake lens it's so tiny it fits in my pocket like i, I love <laughs> canon eos slrs right i love i that was my first my serious cameras with two yeah. canon eos 300n 
I love them. And they're very underrated and they're they pretty are. cheap. Okay. Pretty cheap, yeah. But to suggest that one of them with a, with a pancake lens on is is as small as, you know, a, a tiny point and shoot, but depending on what point and shoot you have, obviously. But mm. yeah, I, I just like, oh, it's, it's a like, bit of a long bow. Yeah, like, you, you'd yeah. need a big pocket, you know. It's like, it's like, <laughs> you um, need like 90s cargo pants. Yeah, you'd need like MC Hammer pants. Deep, po- man. Like, deep pockets. Yeah. yeah. It's like when um, old mate, um, Dr. Edwin Land, when he uh, debuted the SX70 in 1972, the most, you know, one of the most revolutionary cameras and mm. technologies ever known to humankind, right? Yeah. He said it's a pocket camera, right? The SX70 is a pocket camera. Well, they actually, in his, in his coat, they actually had to build a, cost, a custom pocket because it wouldn't actually to, fit in his real. Yeah. So him yeah. to pull out a pocket. They, they, it wasn't actually the normal pocket of that coat. They had to make a bigger pocket. So it it's kind of like, sure, it fits in a pocket. If a, you get a, a mass- custom made. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. all these people with custom made uh, cannons. You know, if your yeah. pockets are as big as like an Ikea bag. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. It's, it's definitely a pocket camera. Yeah. So that, that's what we call the, um, that's what Lux has referred to as the Matt Murray Matt special. Murray special the, the EOS really, camera. It grinds your gears. And then we, we got the 40 mil, uh, like the 40 millimeter lens at the camera fair and he came yeah. and showed you and he did. bought it. I was like, and- are you buying this just to make a joke? But he, it is a really good lens though. Like it's, it's almost too, like too sharp. I shot a wedding party with it, mm-hmm. with that setup. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know how like people look really good. Everyone at the wedding was focus. beautiful, but like. <laughs> No, like people, like on film, like it gives yeah, yeah, yeah. a softness to people's faces and yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. just sort of looks better on film, I think, yeah. than they do on like That's digital. a great tagline. <laughs> like, For your business, everyone looks business, better on look, film. If you let me shoot yeah, you on film, you'll just look so much more beautiful. Yeah. Um, but so, but at the wedding, like, yeah, like that lens was really sharp and everyone mm. kind of looked too, not too true to life, but I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But it's it's been really good. That setup's really good. Yeah, the, like autofocus is like so fast, like I barely, yeah. barely even see it happening, and yeah. um, it's just extremely capable, and it's really light. Like it's easy to just, I mean, it's it's not going in the pocket, but it's it's not like you're not lugging around a big yeah, like the yeah, F100 exactly. is pretty heavy yeah. and pretty, you know. So, um, so I'm really liking that. It's really um, it's and it's the other thing was when better. Lux posted it up on Instagram, the Matt Murray special. I reposted it with a laughing emoji. Then I had three people. Oh my god! This is really is the best point and shoot. Just to add oh, insult to injury, they, they thought it was my posts. <laughs> me saying this is the best point and shoot. Oh, this is the best combination for a point and shoot. I would never buy a contact. I'm like, oh man, block, delete. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. I didn't. I didn't block and delete. That's <laughs> really funny that you that you then got more people like yeah, saying that yeah. to you. That's that's. It's really like funny. one one day you posted up a picture of you and Luca, and Luca was sick, and someone put, sent me a thing saying, "Oh, sick kids are the worst." Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I, whenever I repost stuff, I get random people. People thinking think that it's yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that sometimes when I post people's photos, and then people yeah. are like they say, Bang me, Lucy. "Yeah, they're like, oh," and I'm like, "Fire!" I, I didn't take, I didn't take this. Uh, I wish I did. Um, awesome. Yep. All right, so we've covered the airport. Um, I can't see Which the chat. Wasn't on our list. No, it wasn't on our list. I can't see the chat, Matt. So, um, okay, so I'll do, do you want to do a little check in? Yeah, with the sure. Chat? So, Lewis Noriega, hi, F. P.L. Bailey, we're here and we, we're here. Excellent. John says, hello, my baby. I'm not sure if he's talking. John Higtower, I'm not sure if he's talking to me or you. Maybe both of us. Dan Allen says, hi from Rochester, New York, home of Kodak. Yeah, home of about, Kodak, yeah. I was about to say cool. home of Kodak and yeah. Dan's big kind of thing. Lux Lumen, page. put a link in to Hung Supply in the description. Nice. Grumpy Trucker says, want to talk about no time for, t- for, t- for photography. Try to work 3 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday to Friday, 14 hours and 10 hours off. Grumpy Trucker, no wonder you're grumpy, man. You yeah. got to, I don't know, you got to. You got a full sketch. Earn that money yeah. to, to pay the bills, but dude. 
got to try and get out there for some photography. Um, uh, Terence has hello. Greetings from LA, Matt and Lucy. Hello, hello Terence, love. Terence. John Higtower says, you are the photo. I think that might have been uh, a reference to something. I'm not sure. Okay. Sophie Tucker, I recently added an Olympus E330 and I love the results. I'm not familiar with the Olympus E330. Very, I. It, oh, it must be a digicam. Very okay, yes, filmic yeah. results, I would yes. say. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Not too sure about its low light quality, but for everything else, it is very nice. Have lots nice. of color film in the freezer. I've been shooting more black and white. Film prices are making me look again at my digital gear and only bring out the film cameras for special occasions. Yes, I agree, Sophie. I, I don't just shoot a roll anymore for the, for the sake of it. Yeah, 100%. Way more like considered with it. Yep, for sure. And the solo. Solo, solo lobo. I don't know. I don't know how to say that. Well, that sucks. I have plenty of photogenic places here in the US and also Mexico across the border. No, no aircraft um, needed there. I'm yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's a good little setup. Yeah. Oh well, thank you everyone for watching and joining. And um, comment below with any more things that you'd like us to cover in this episode if we get a chance or the next one. Um, and yeah, let's move on to staying staying inspired are you feeling do you feel um burnt out at all with photography or with film photography at the moment matt or do you ever go through those patches where you feel like that like oh god um, like i'm just I over think it for me the whole reason i've said this before um the whole reason i got into photography was travel so i went overseas when i was like i don't know 22 or something 1996 I got a little point and shoot camera. I bought one that was in my budget and was waterproof because I was going to England where it rains all the time. Right. And like, to me, it was, the camera was just a way for me to capture memories. I didn't, I didn't care about photography itself. I just wanted to show everyone yeah. back home. Hey, I've been to the Coliseum. I've been to the Eiffel Tower. Here's me at the Leaning yeah. Tower of Pisa. That's what I wanted it for. Cause I love travel. Um, and so to me, um, that's why I got into photography. Now, the last couple of years, I feel like I, I had to kind of, because we couldn't go anywhere because of COVID, I had to become more active around my local area and, and shoot my local area a lot more. But I'm kind of, I'm burnt out of that. Yeah. I'm totally burnt out of that. I'm kind of sick. I don't really often take my, I do take my camera out here in Brisbane, but not as much as I did say around the pandemic era because I'm kind of over that now. Of course, I went to J Japan earlier this year. And, you know, going somewhere different like Japan or any country or any different city is, is such a, an amazing, especially, I guess, somewhere different to where you live. Like Japan is completely different to Australia. So different, so You yeah. get so much inspiration and you want to shoot everything. So I I've, I guess, yes and no, have I run out of film? You're saying, have I run out of enthusiasm and stuff for film? Yes and no. Like, I still love film. I shoot it a mm -hmm. bit more carefully. Mm -hmm. um, but I think if I go somewhere like Japan or somewhere different, I shoot loads of it around my own neighborhood though, because of those COVID years, I'm kind of over it. I'm kind of yeah. sick of it a bit now. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's like how many, how many, ways how many can washing lines in a cat? You take? Probably not the thing that we say anymore, but like, yeah. How many photos can you Canceled. make of all the, all those, all those things? Like, yeah. How many you know, rubbish bins yeah, can you take? How many yeah, motels? It, it gets a little bit like that. How many I've ping been, pong tables? Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's uh, you, you put the prints up in your shop, it's done. You can't, no point taking it anymore, right? How many shots of Lucy? That, that is a reference. That's a reference you know? to L Lucy's lovely. It is actually a very nice shot, the ping pong table shot. Thank you. Was, yeah, was that, came, that, that was Packfair? taken on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Pack Fair in the in the in the middle. Yeah, that the was just section, on my yeah. taken on my Minolta AFC. Too. Nice. Like I just, really? it looked, it's really sharp and I just wasn't expecting it to come out like that because it was on a point and shoot and it was very sort of just like, eh. Oh, you, you just sneered when you said point and shoot. You've, you've changed Lucy Lumen. 
you changed. You betrayed us. Too busy with my F one hundred now. Yes. <laughs> my 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 lighting setup that I don't really know how to use. Yeah. Um. No, but um, I agree with you. I think even when we go out and shoot now, um, we're like, oh, where should we go? And yeah. we're like, we. I feel like we've hit up every area. I mean, there would yeah. be more places, but um, it it is a bit like that. I feel like Brisbane is pretty big though. Like, like it's but like you could kind of explore some other parts of Brisbane, but driving in Brisbane For is not sure. like, you know, the best thing. But even but- in my, uh, like, like I was around, we were at Spring Hill last week and there's some really cute cottages and stuff. But then I was yeah. thinking like, there's been a whole load of posts lately in my local Facebook group. The vigilantes have been out and, you know, um, I saw someone suspicious walking down the street with taking photos and, yeah. like, you know, like, yeah. You just feel like, oh, do I really want to walk around the neighborhoods? Take like I quite used to really enjoy, especially around like Greenslope place to go up and down the mm. hills, take photos of the old abandoned houses that were there, or the old cars, or some cool yeah. houses and stuff. And yeah. uh, but now, like, it's getting to a point where people, because it's mm. a bit of a, a bit of a crime spree in in Queensland the last couple of yeah. years, people see someone with a camera broken into, and yeah, yeah, yep. I think you're yep. more likely to get. Mm. What do you do? Who oh, are you? What like are you public doing? Enemy number one. If you've got exactly. a camera so and you another- take a photo of something, it's like. Exactly. So but then everyone's got their phone and no one's saying anything. Yeah. I'm like, you do exactly. realize it's like the exactly. same thing. Like, yeah. Whereas if you're, say, you know, a very white person in somewhere like Japan, people go, oh, it's a tourist, you know, like, yeah, he's, so then it's he's not going to, he's not casing yeah. the joint, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, that's another reason that's kind of, uh, it's another point. It's another yeah, reason that's, that's put true. me off because yeah. I, I used to just like walking around the suburbs, mm. but, you know. Because it kind of, it can sometimes put you in a bit of a bad, bad mood. Like if you then have a negative interaction or oh, it takes sure. a lot of your, energy to yeah. turn it into a positive one or explain yeah. and not get annoyed with someone and stay yeah. calm and all of that. And you're is- trying to like, you know, this is like my hobby. I'm trying to like unwind or, yeah. or or engage with my hobby. And then someone's like meeting you with aggression and then you've got to yeah. try and diffuse it. And there's this whole other layer to like the experience that you sort of weren't expecting. But then I suppose that but just kind of comes for with, it. The, with the territory a little yeah. bit as well. If you are going to be taking photos of stuff, like yeah. um, I don't know if you ever watched like the walkie talkie, Paulie B's channel, yeah. YouTube channel. He does a thing called Walkie Talkie where he's like yeah. with street photographers. Um, they're in New York, so I feel like it's more accepted, but there's one with Trevor Wisecup, like this young guy, and he's like kind of shooting flash like in people's like, you know, faces and stuff. And like yeah. a lot of people are getting really annoyed with him and he's having like really intense like interactions with people. And I was like, oh man, like I would just get burnt out on that. That's if Bruce that was Gillen happening kind all of the time. Way, yes, very similar. Yeah. Very, very similar. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, oh, I couldn't handle this. Like people are like, delete the photo or like getting really aggressive. And I would just be um, over that after yeah, sure. a few times. You know what I mean? Which Absolutely. is sort of why I stick more with the, um, like I don't sort of shoot people and I stick with the houses and all those kind of things. But but Rubbish that's definitely an, an element of it. Like, yeah, bins, <laughs> things like that. But um yeah that's another sort of yeah element of it um and I feel like we are all becoming a little bit more insular and like suspicious and all those things like after COVID and just the way the world is right now things are a bit tense so Mm. um that is another thing but I think maybe like combating that I've found I've found like work my work stuff to be more inspiring than my personal photography just because my personal photography is like a lot more loose, like as in I go out and I walk around and try and find something to take yeah. photos of, which can be kind of like you kind of need a constraint, I think. Yeah. Um, like I sort of perform better with that. Whereas with work, I'm like, okay, I've got a little bit of a brief or this is the product. Yeah. This is the vibe. I've normally 
done some research. I've made a mood board and I've done all this stuff. So then I'm excited to kind of execute it and yeah. it feels really creative. Um, so I've been enjoying that more because I know a lot of people say that when they get paid to do something, it kills it. But I've yeah, actually yeah, yeah. found the opposite. Um, I mean, that might not be the case for everyone. But I think kind of, yeah, finding like a project or something to work on so you're not like... Mm just sort of wandering around or, yeah. you know, like you have your hills hoist. I know you said that you're um, maybe going to turn that into something like, you know, if there's like yeah. a repetitive theme or like a story. I haven't really taken tell. many good ones lately, but yeah, okay. it's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Like you sort of start, you know, you start collecting as a photographer, you start collecting images of things. At first it'll be one, it'll be two. And then you notice you got five and you think, you know, do I keep going with this? You know, is there any merit to the photos? Are they any good? And, and so, yeah, but I think like, we, I guess with, um, with, with, a, when you go traveling again, back to travel, like I was in Japan for 18 days, got 12, 13 rolls of film back, selected 40. I made a zine, my zine 35 millimeter Japan mm. with, so it's, it's kind of like, I can't, I can't go back to that trip and take any more photos if I miss something or I want to shoot something. Right. So that they're already done. I can only choose what I can choose. That's yeah. a constraint. Yes. Whereas with something open-ended in your local neighborhood, like me yeah. taking washing lines. Yep well, I don't feel like I've got enough good photos yet. Yeah. So I can't do yep. anything with it yet. Yeah. And then you kind of get bored with it maybe one day or. And then you abandon it and you're like, yeah. oh, I'll do something else. And then you half start that and then that doesn't get off the ground. Yes. This is so, that's so true are you, with are the you travel. specifically talking about me? <laughs> I'm like, oh, bloody Matt <laughs> You abandoned. I feel no. like you're an executor though. Like you're, like you, you know, you, you're like, this is the project or this is the competition. Like you put out zines. Like I feel like you're a really good example. Like uh, when only- people ask me, I always sort of send them your oh, okay. way or use you as an example matthew only only about half the time the other half of things i'm yeah you only yeah, i need to only tell you about the ones that actually come <laughs> the off ones that you, the ones that you execute yeah there's a yeah. whole you know box of dra- bro- broken dreams over here in my desk oh. <laughs> 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 um but i mean that's good like just executing something is better than executing nothing but yeah yeah i really struggle with the zine thing like i haven't done it yet because i just i can't i find it hard to you know, get it together. But then I think like, is that what I want to do? Um, I actually uh, submitted an exhibition proposal to a gallery. Um, I haven't heard back yet, but yeah. um, I was Amazing. really proud of myself for like putting together the images yep. and like writing about it and titling it and doing all that stuff, which yeah. is kind of the similar to putting it in a zine. And I sure. yeah, submitted it and uh, hope to hear back even if it's just um like feedback on yep. on the body of work so um that was that was good and i feel like that motivated me to like keep shooting and like yeah. build that project out more as well for sure and um, even if you don't hear back it. from them it, you could know, you could resubmit it to someone else or you can yes. use that as a template for further submissions it's yeah all, all good stuff yeah yeah i was um i was happy with that um but yeah so how do you like other than is there any way you access sort of the inspiration that you feel from travel because obviously you can't just travel all the time because you have yeah. a job. Well, and unfortunately, a family. unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm, not <laughs> I'm just financially irresponsible um, with cameras and travel. Yeah. Um, well, I will talk about that in a sec. Can I just give a plug to my zine? My, of course. My free, yeah. Yeah. So if yep. you'd like to see one of my zines, um, I actually have just made one of them free through my Substack. I saw so that. Yeah. Mattlovescameras.substack.com, and uh, you'll get a picture of my beautiful face holding a contacts, and you just put your email in, and you can just click select the free one and on the uh, Matt Loves Camera Substack there is one of them called 
X-Pro film photography with a picture of a bus. It's on the top left at the moment. And if you click on that, you'll be able to download. It's a community collab zine. So I ran a, a podcast competition where everyone, including you and Lux, uh, we all um, shot film and had it cross-processed. It's about 40 images in there from all over the world, many from North America, a few from Australia, other quite a few from Europe. Um, so each person had one image. I think I actually put two in for Naomi because she she put two submissions in. Um, but there you go. It's it's basically a zine about cross-processing. And it's, it's a collab zine, so it's literally just people's names under each photo. But you yeah. can download that to PDF. You can download that for free. I've also got my own zines on my sub stack, um, but you have to become a paid subscriber either. Like you can pay for a month or pay for a year, like five bucks or something else or the yearly one. Um, but I've got um, my 35 millimeter Japan one on there, my Polaroids so one. so awesome. So, Thank so, you. so good. Yes. But in my personal ones, I put more little stories about why I took the photo, which camera I used. So they're a bit more, 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 more writing and more stories. Whereas yep. with the collab zine, I'll just put the people's name because I, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's working to like a theme and it's just a way yeah. to showcase like everyone's kind of work, which is really cool. I think that like, that was my first your zines were my first sort of printed like experience of seeing my work like in a zine or printed wow. in anything like that. So yeah, I really said appreciated that about the that. last one. Like it was a bit of controversy this time. I've only made the X Pro zine available digitally, and a few people contacted me and said the whole you know I, I, the whole reason I wanted to go in is because I wanted to print one. Doing a print zine is such a lot of work though, and um, you know you, you you quite often you're lucky to break even, so it's not yeah. for the faint-hearted. It's a, yeah, it's a labor um, of love. For sure, for yeah. sure. So, yes. Yes, but yeah, definitely. We'll put that in the link in the description to that as well. Um, sure. Now, you're talking about so the, the question can... was, how do I, how, what's my inspiration? Because I can't always do. Yeah, like you yeah. can't always physically travel. So, how do you kind of access that? that inspiration or is there anything yeah that you yeah do for to- sure like um i mean one of the ways i, I what i do is i there's a couple of different things so in terms of photography itself um you know i'm not a huge kind of person on instagram there's a couple of photographers who i really like like one of them is uh, Ilya Ilya Lakadi is a travel photographer. So I've recently got his Japan um, tutorials, photographing the world of Japan. I just I just love watching them, oh, nice. and seeing seeing how yeah. someone else operates yeah, as a travel photographer. Really cool. It's yep. amazing. Another guy in in the UK I really love is called Damien Lovegrove. He's a portrait photographer. Just seeing how he does lighting is, yep. is fantastic. So that's yep. one way on the photography front. Um, but just more generally, I do like. Um, I joined uh, this um, training uh, website called Domestica. A lot, of, a lot of people haven't heard of it, but I get ads from it all the time. They obviously love me. And I know that you're signed up with a rival training company, Lucy Lumen, so I better, I I better be careful. I am, so I can't say too much about Domestica, but, you know, but, feel but I, free to explore your options, guys. Absolutely. Skillshare is very good. Skillshare, that's yours, right? Skillshare? Yeah, Skillshare. Yeah. Skillshare's, yeah, Skillshare's good. I think yeah, some they're good stuff on Skillshare. quite like they're different very quite different. different yeah 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 so domestica is very a lot of them half of them i guess half of them are in english other other half are in spanish or portuguese and french mm. with subtitles yep. so that puts some people off but they have very arty mm. courses and so you know um one of them was uh you know make make a make a map about your travels and i'm and i kept seeing this ad for make a map about you i can't draw lucy lemon right i kept seeing this ad make a map about your travels and what this um, lady had done she's a professional artist or whatever but she went to japan and she drew out this map she traced it out and then she she drew little deer and little temples and then she she um scanned them and put them on in photoshop and like and she painted the background 
Yeah. And I was like, I kept getting this ad and I was like, and eventually I just bought the bloody course because I was sick of seeing the ads. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I, I want to I do something a bit more creative. It's, it's not photography. Yeah. But it's, it's to do with that whole sort it's of thing. It sort of combines yeah. everything and like the putting that together, you know, like in like Photoshop and like painting it, yeah. like kind of, it's kind of collaging. And I feel yeah. like that does have links to photography because you've got to think sure. about where you put something compositionally. And it, and it uses skills like Photoshop and scanning. And, yeah. And yeah. I thought I bought another one then. And this other lady, she was like, she was actually tracing like some of the, the, the designs that she was doing. I was like, well, I can get some tracing paper. I can trace, I can trace a photo of a deer that I took yes. and I can do, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I actually yeah. bought, I'll show you what I bought recently. I bought, this is um, very cool. I it's bought, good to do something with your hands too, like an off, you know what I mean? Like kind of, oh. I, I couldn't agree more. So I, I bought this book, <laughs> Creative Gouache. I didn't, I didn't know what gouache, gouache? was. What's it's that? like, it's basically a mix between halfway between uh, watercolors and acrylic paints. Okay. It's probably more in the watercolor, but you know, but it's yep. basically um, a lot of the images look very like very impressionist kind of like, you know, oh, like, yes. Yeah. yeah. I reckon, you know, yeah, I, I reckon, cool. I'm sure these people are very talented, but I reckon I could do a pretty basic kind of, yeah. you know, it's not like yeah. drawing where I think to yes. me, drawing is very off putting. You've got to be very fine and intricate. Yeah. And, if you're um, drawing like a still life or like a portrait of someone or like something yeah. that's more, but that sort of stuff's way more. Like I bet a lot of people that do that kind of art can't also can't draw. Which is we're, we're, maybe maybe why we're going to get a whole, <laughs> whole community of people come on here and absolutely trash this now. I'm, gouache artists are very very talented. All I'm, I guess what I'm saying is that even, I reckon a Dumbo like me could do it. That's all I'm saying. I, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, you want to give it a go? Everyone's yeah, allowed to give, give, it a give anything it a, go. a go. I it's think like, like, there's some, there's to... some right now. There is some watercolor artist going photography. It's oh, so dumb. You just put a roll film that. in and you shoot it. Put the flash on. I could do that. Uh, get a this bob. Is, this get is Lady Lucy Lumen. She sells all these prints of ping pong tables. <laughs> I can do that. I've got a ping pong table. You can. So, and it, you can. You can. I'll tell you right now. Okay, so I haven't cute. actually opened it yet. There's all these yeah. colors in the back. So there you go. Um, That's very is, cool. So I feel like it's it's not photography, but it's something uh, like, you know what? I actually thought about this. I, I've got one of my, probably my last photo that I post, if I posted it, one of my photos on Instagram um, I actually, yeah, it was my last photo I posted on Instagram on my Matt Loves Cameras account. It's a picture of a of a tram stop in Kyoto with a man sitting down reading a book. And I actually thought, you know what, I would actually love, it's, it's very intricate, but I would love to do a very basic version of that mm. in these watercolors. Yeah, that's a great and idea. Like recreate, for, yeah, yeah, recreate yeah. my, I could maybe trace some of the details and recreate it. It probably looked like a bag of crap the first time I ever do it. But you know what, like I, I feel like there's more synergies with, perhaps being artistic and creative with things I've already done. Like you said, I can't go back to Japan right today and take some photos, but yep. I could do something a bit more creative. Yeah, you could access it in the, through that way, like replicating mm. it. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea. And I think there's so many like jumping off points from that for other people where they could maybe in interpret that into like, you know, their practice. And yep. like, I think you can learn even if you're not good at it, because it takes a lot of courage to like do something that you're not, like naturally good at or, yep. or you don't know if you're good at it yet. So I think just that in itself is a great way to learn and like discover mm. something and it might be like a bit of a light bulb moment and then yeah. inform your or make you look at your photography practice like differently. I think we can get very in a hole of just photography. Like all your YouTube stuff is popping up. It's all just photography channels and yeah, yeah. everything on Instagram is like, you know, photography because of the hashtags you follow mm. and then like the people you talk to and, you know, and it can get a little bit like saturated. And I think it's good to like look outside that 
for box sure. and um when I interviewed George Byrne um on the channel who is like a mate like amazing photographer and very graphic in his style he brought up so many painters who yep. some of them yeah. I knew but a lot of them I didn't know and I was like oh I wrote them down and I looked them up and I was like wow I can actually see like my like elements of my work in 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 theirs so maybe yeah, I've yeah. subliminally picked that up and I thought sure. like oh this is definitely something I want to explore more like looking at painting rather than just looking at photography. So yep. I think that's a, a good one. Yeah. And I think you picked up on an even one that I love as well, that you, you picked up in a recent newsletter you put out. Um, I love this to me. My, my one is travel magazines, but yours is cookbooks. Yeah. Yep. If you look at the photography 100%. in travel magazines or cookbooks, yep. you, you know, you might just flick through one, but if you actually examine it from a photographer's point of view, there is so much you can learn about how they place things, the, the lighting or, you know, it, it's, it's an incredible source of inspo, totally. isn't it? Yeah, it is. It really is. I think books like in that way, like we sort of think of just photography, like photo books, but yeah, I suggested like going and I was going to suggest it in this in case anyone missed that, that video, like going to your library a local library yeah like I just find that so inspiring like you can just look around and all the and I look around at all the different sections and you're not buying it so you kind of are more open you know like you're like oh, yeah, I'll yeah. hire this out and have a look at it because I'm yeah. not spending 60 bucks on it or whatever yeah. um and I love looking in like the yeah the design section or the architecture section yeah. or just anything really and then um yeah cookbook section is huge because cookbook like cooking and travel really cross over so you often get a lot of like those sort of um, outtake shots that are like street photography or like travel mm. shots. And then the interesting way that they've like, yeah, photographed the food and like the style throughout the book is always very like cohesive and yeah. food's yeah. very colorful. They'll shoot the markets like in, you know, Vietnam or something like that. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, super, super inspiring and gets you thinking like, yeah, outside of the the box. I think the it, library it, You know, next great. time if you went to Vietnam, you might think, oh, I wonder if I should do a little series like that where mm. Perhaps yeah. if you hadn't seen that inspo, you wouldn't have even thought about it or it's great yes. to get your brain, you know. Yeah, just get your brain ticking on something else um, for sure. I've been thinking about that lately. Like I should do something like what you've, what you've said, like more like I can't draw, but like, yeah, maybe try. I was like, oh, maybe I'll give painting a go and like see after yeah. seeing all these painters it, that George was talking it's, about. It's funny, like there's always been a big discourse in the, the film photography community about the crossover between music and film photography, you know, people mm. like Mike Gutterman and Billy yes. Sanford does a lot of his music yep. and photography podcast and the Sunny 16 presents. And a lot yep. of people are musicians like Ted Vieira is a former professional musician. Mm. There's a lot yes. of tie between music and, and film photography, but you know what? There's quite a few film photographers I know who are actually really quite good artists. Mm. Um, you know, even in my chat group, there's three of the guys who are you know, Matt, Bill and the other Matthew are really quite good like artists. I'm sure they would, I'm sure they would poo poo their own skills, but I look at their stuff and go, wow, I mean, they're yeah. good. You know, yep. so I could draw like that. So mm. it's interesting, uh, you know, the crossover and of course, Henri Cartier-Bresson, I think he became a painter later in yes. life. Yes, you know, that's very true. It's, so it's interesting um, it is. how photography can, you know, your brain, I don't know, it can be used for different creative Definitely. You know, yeah, things. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's, like, it goes sort of both both ways. Like, um, I know, like, um, Grainy Days, he's always talking about um, Edward Hopper and then, you know, how he uses him as inspiration. But then you can kind of, like, like I think a lot of painters probably would use photography as inspiration as well. Like, it would kind of, like feed both things because they are sure. similar in, like I said, like like all of these sort of design, painting, photography, all these things like have have to include things like composition, yep. like colour theory, 
you know, um, yeah, thinking about like the little details of things and all, all of that. So they sort of, they all cross over. And I think that's really interesting and worth mm. like exploring more. So it's a good little challenge for people if they are feeling kind of burnt out with photography to try something completely different. Yeah, for like, sure. Um, different medium. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing your, what's it called? Go, gosh. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't be looking forward to it anytime soon. Lisa Limits, but like I said, it's probably going to look like a bad crap. But um, you know, it's something I yeah I want to take a get my little my little paint pots and yeah that's nice do my little yeah. stick figures. Yes. Luke has actually been painting. That's, like, a, that's actually a very, our skill level would be very similar. <laughs> you can come over and do some yes, go- gosh painting. with 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 him for sure. <laughs> I'll put them on the fridge when yep. you finish. Okay. Um, all right. No, I'm no, I'm, I commend you for, cause it's hard to do something where you're like, not sure if yeah. you're going to be good at it or not. Um, oh, I, I'm not even good at anything, Lisa Lim, and I've gone past that point. Uh, um, I wanted to talk about, um, this it seems like a strange topic now, but I want to talk about Pinterest because I feel like Pinterest is social media, but it doesn't mm-hmm. really feel like it. And it's very, I find it very inspiring. And I know it yeah. is images and photography, but even things like I got went down a rabbit hole of looking at different fonts because I was trying to yep. find a font for something. And then I was like, wow, this is like so cool. And then there was all these like old 70s products with fonts on them. And then there was photography with those things. So then I was getting inspired for photography, but then getting inspired for my website. And it was just like so good. And it doesn't feel like scrolling through Instagram where you get distracted by someone who's got yeah. like 200k followers and then you're going through their feed because you're like oh you're really popular why are you so po-? you know what I mean you don't get in- involved in all of that mm. or you don't get distracted by a dm or anything on pinterest you can just kind of collect all these things and make these little mood boards and it is sort of like collaging like you can digitally collage and create these like little worlds of things that are inspiring you um so I I absolutely love it I've been using it like yeah just for work for mood boards but um I've been finding it very I wonder Creatively if it's still enriching. like five to 10 years ago, it was massive. Mm. Uh, and especially about five years ago, there were a lot of bloggers in particular who were, were talking about using Pinterest to fuel traffic to their blogs. Yes. Yep. Um, but I haven't really heard much. Um, I think you know, things like still... TikTok have taken over the last couple of years, but it's still pretty big. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast the other day just because I like to keep on top of like what's going on with YouTube. Um, and they were talking about like all the platforms and they said like, I think the lifespan for content, like on Instagram, it's like 24 hours or 12 hours. And then, you know, they're all pretty like short apart from YouTube, which is very evergreen. But they said Pinterest is something like 72 days or something. Like it's like massive. Like it's still going to be shown. And, you know, I'm not really sure how it works. Like I feel like I'm on there. I have like hardly any followers. Like I'm not looking yeah. to, to use it for anything other than just looking at things and research and, and, research and inspiration yeah. and stuff and to share it with, with people. But um, yeah, I find it like freeing from the algorithms and the, the, the numbers and the yeah. engaging with people and making, putting out content that's going to be, you know what I mean? Like yeah, we're yeah. so like, you know, that is such an element of it now. Yeah. And for me, it's really nice. It feels like my little, like that and Substack feel like my little safe corners of the internet where nice. I can just be, well, not be me. Cause I'm always me I'm very unapologetically Lucy Lumen, but you know, just yeah, not be thinking about that. So I think Pinterest is really great too. Um, and sometimes I'm like, I'm not going to scroll Instagram. I'm going to like go on Pinterest and type something in that I want to see more of or explore yeah. more and, and look through that. Cause I'm like, that's a better use of my time than yeah. 
I don't know. You know when you're just aimlessly scrolling Instagram and you're not really say, engaging with well, anything? I, I would say the only the only thing I aimlessly scroll on is Facebook and I'm in a lot okay. of photography groups okay. and travel groups as well. So I yeah. aimlessly scroll on Facebook a lot and I aimlessly scroll on TikTok. But, and no other channel I do that on. I don't do it okay. on um, do it Instagram. Maybe bother. it's an age thing. Like- uh, probably because I'm, I'm quite elderly. <laughs> now that I had my birthday last week, I'm quite elderly. <laughs> Yeah, like oh, I'm literally funny. only on Facebook for the groups, really. Like, yeah. I hardly ever post on Facebook. It feels like mm. an old person's platform, and I'm I'm, does- I'm middle aged, and it feels like an old person's, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, it feels very like my mum. Yeah, like people also of- like, oh, here, here are you know, like here are sixty five photos of my ice cream I had on the weekend. Like, really? I can't yeah. just post two. Like, I'm a photographer, a you know. Can't you just yeah. post two? Or like, two. people go to family events, and they literally have like. The mum and dad, the mum and the son, the son and the mum, the son and the yeah, mum and the daughter. Like like they have bloody, every combination of the yeah, family that you could like possibly wedding, do. Yeah. And they just, like, again, they just went to the farm for the day or something. And it's like, really? Do we really need? I don't want to see this. I want to it's see a, photography stuff. Yeah. No <laughs> so I'm very anti I'm very, I'm very anti I don't want to know clearly. about your life. I don't want to be your okay, friend. Or your I'm family. Friends. I just want I'm to see friends. photography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sound like someone on YouTube, like, people comment, like, if I try and veer off. The, uh, the, the, yeah. the thing that the channel's about and break then you out always, of your shell. Get, always get someone like you're a photographer Lisa, i don't want to hear this i just want film photography really? like, <laughs> yeah you always get someone saying that yeah. or they're like less less talking more this or someone was like it's 10 minutes in and you haven't even mentioned the the um the Price image quality yet oh, like <laughs> need to get to the specs like oh, people gosh. love telling you telling you what to do but um so i think we should touch on a little bit of how we incorporate like creativity and, in, and and staying inspired and all those kind of things um, into our like busy schedules. Cause I get a lot of messages from people and they're like, I don't have time. I know you yeah. and I talk about that a lot because we're trying to make content as well as, in, you know, enjoy co- other people's content and it can be really overwhelming and feel like we don't have time. So do you have any like tips or things that you do or even just some sympathy you can give people here who are in the same position? Yeah, it's hard because you know um, I have I have a little diary here. The, the, the diary I bought, oh, a bit of a it's funny not the story. Burn I, book, the, the, no, not the, not the Lucy okay, Burn book, okay. not Lucy Burn book. I bought di- Lucy and I these action diaries for oh, Christmas. Oh yes! Oh my god, uh, man, I've forgotten. I haven't done mine in so long. No, and <laughs> it's it's just become one of those things. I actually use this one now because it, it's not like nagging me to do stuff. So I, I every week I have like so many things to do in this. I won't show you all the details. But, um, you know, conquer worlds, you know, <laughs> all that stuff like that. But I have so many things to do. And if I'm lucky, really, most weeks, if I get two done, you know, yeah, like it would be, okay. do five TikToks, um, you know, uh, create scripts for next YouTube video. Yep. So it's, it's hard. Like, it's, mm. it's hard if you work full time or even if you work part time or you have other stuff going on, you're looking after kids, yep. um, you know, there's stuff around the house to do. It's, it is really hard. But I guess it's good, you know, if you try and schedule it in your diary and it, it's like a meeting almost and say, right, um, tell everyone, hey, from four o'clock, like, like, to, like I did today, I told everyone last night, hey, eight o'clock, from eight o'clock to 20 past nine or whatever, I'm going to be doing a podcast. So if you need anything yep. done before then, let me know. Otherwise, mm-hmm. don't bother yep, that's me. me. Don't I'm, block- me. I'm blocked out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I think that's a good way of, of doing that. You know, try and free yourself from distractions, turn your phone off or let people know yep. I'm going to do something. But yep. I think even if you book it in like a to go for a walk or with your camera, and even if you don't take any photos, who cares? Like, yeah. it's it's yep. about getting out there and make trying to make something a habit, make it a regular practice, keep doing it. Yep. Um, you know, I always try and double up. So 
for example, I always used to like mow the lawn listening to podcasts yep. um, or I'd walk the dog listening to podcasts. I've kind of, I'm over podcasts at the moment. So I've actually been watching videos. It's actually quite hard to walk a dog while you're watching a, a video. A video, yeah. But I have been doing it. Um, yep. So I think it's it's always good to try and, you know, even if it's only an hour every few days, like just try mm. and find some time that's for yep. you and, and, and look at things you want to do and make sure you choose the one you want to do the most. Yeah, like prioritizing them. I think that's really great, like super great advice. I think the scheduling thing is huge. I have recently started using uh, like Google Calendar, which I'm sure everyone else knew about, but I was like, I don't know. I always just did everything, sorry, excuse me, on a like uh, pen and paper or in a diary, but it was just getting too difficult. So Google Calendar has been like game changer. And I like now, like if I if I keep saying like, oh, I really want to do that or I really need to do that and it doesn't happen, I'm like, okay, I'm going to look and just schedule it in like Monday, 10 a.m. I'm going to yep. like prep for that or do that or whatever. And then and then it happens like all the other stuff that's on there. So I think you have to take control and like take the power back a little bit and like yeah. make the time to do it or like getting up a little bit earlier. Like sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm going to have an early night and then I'm going to get up at like 5.30 or 6. Yeah. Um, And like- so I've got them when I have my coffee, I can like, you know, write my newsletter or get something done that I want to do, you know? So mm-hmm. like trying to make that time, I think is, is really important this, rather than this... letting yourself be victim to, oh, I've got no time because I've yeah. got X, Y, Z happening. Like, yeah. And there's two ways, I think we've kind of touched on, but touched on them, but there's two ways of getting stuff done. So one of them is to-do list. And you have five things on the to-do list and you agonize over them, or maybe you do the easiest one first, or you've done the three easiest ones first. Yep. And you're like, oh, I've done three things, but actually the one you really need to do or want to do yes. is the one is too big to start. So that's one way of doing a to-do list, which can be effective depending on you know how much of a procrastinator you are. The other way of doing it is like getting a schedule, right? I've got two hours this morning. I'm going to do 40 minutes on three things. And after four, I'm 40 minutes on this one, 40 minutes on this one, 40 minutes on this one. And yep. I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to, I'm going to do, I've got to spend some time on doing it. And I've done that before when I've, I've said, right, I'm going to spend an hour on something. And at first you're like, oh, I'm never going to get any of this done in an hour. Like it's, it's a massive task. This is ridiculous. Why have I even done this to myself? Mm. You get working and all of a sudden you think, okay, well, I've just done this. I've done that. I know how to do this bit now. Yeah. And so even like an hour, you, you feel like you're slowly yep. chipping away at it. Yes. So if you schedule in stuff, if you schedule in time to do stuff, mm-hmm. um, that can often be a better way of, of getting your to-do list done then rather than having five things on a list you just need to tick off at some stage. A hundred percent. I think that's, it's crazy how much you can get done. Like uh, the other day I did that because I'm creating this like free resource at the moment. Um, that's like kind of a, uh, guide for like the modern creative. So it's like, I'm like kind of collating everything that I, that's helped me in the last two years, whether it's like podcasts, videos, like books, like courses, like all these things and putting it into something that people can just like, you know, download. But yep. I've been thinking about it for so long and I'm like, I need to do it. And then I had like two hours and I pretty much nearly got it finished. And I was like, had in my mind, I had it as this like huge thing that was going to yeah. take forever. And the more you think about it, like the more it bloats in your mind where you're like, oh, like, and then you kind of, yeah, you procrastinate because yeah. you're like, oh, it's going to take this long. And I had two hours and I like nearly got it done. So now all I need to do That's is like thing, design like- it in Canva, then get it out. So I just need another two hour block and then it'll be done. And then I'll release it. And then it's like, cool, that's, you know, whereas I've spent so much time thinking about it yeah. and procrastinating, like that's yeah. such a waste of your kind of energy, you know? That, that's pretty much what I do with the X-Pro digital zine. I'm about to put the link in the chat as well for the, the free download. But I, I did that as well. Like it, it's been sitting there for months and months and months. I need to do it, need to do it, need to do it. 
Uh, and sometimes if you're just like, oh, I'm doing it this weekend and I just yep. did it. Uh, yep. And it wasn't, didn't take quite as long as I thought. Still very intensive, but I think that's a good way, you know, to do mm, things. 100%. And I think also um, what you were going back to what you were talking about with lists as well. I always have so many things to do that are like whether they're they need to be done now or they're just my own things or they need to be done in two weeks. So I have like a long list of all of the things and then I move them into a Trello board that's like smaller. So it's like yeah. this is what I'm doing today or I move them into my calendar. So I'm like, okay, this is my long list of things to do. Yeah. Today I'm going to pick this out. I'm going to put that there. And then on Thursday I know I've got like the morning, so I'll do that there. And then that's it. And then rather than like, yeah, looking at that long to-do mm. list that's like super overwhelming, you don't know where to start and then you end yeah. up getting nothing done. So just like one one thing. With my, um, with my con- yeah, it's a, it's a good thing. Concentrate on one thing, get that done, move on to the next. Yeah. With my, I've actually got Trello boards and with mine, I've bloated mine out with so many things. I look at it and go, oh, so I actually started. Yeah. Yeah. So now I've started, um, I still use Trello, but I'm, I've actually, I've also, I also use Bear. Bear is an iOS app, which is like a notes app and okay. it syncs to your iCloud. So I have okay. it here on my Mac. And then if I'm writing note here on my Mac and yep. then I go out with the kids for an ice cream or something, it instantly like syncs to my iPhone Bear okay. app. So it's really great. So obviously I'm out walking the dog. I think of something, put it in you Bear. I get back there. and it's already here. Yeah, on my it's already there. I love that. Is it um, B-E-A-R? Like B-E-A-R? Bear, like like bear, in, bear in, in the woods? Yeah. yeah. In, We're both yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got a red it's got like okay. a white bear and a red background and there's other ones there's another free one but it sounds a lot more complicated uh there's also um what's the other one i used to use i used to use Ulyss- ulysses but that's oh, yes. quite it's quite expensive expensive yeah these Whereas things can bear, get it's like 30 bucks a year yeah. which is, okay. is worth its weight in gold that's not so too bad I use yeah. bear. And, and trello is free too if anyone's like watching free. and they want something like it's a really good project manager or if you're gonna I don't know, start a YouTube channel yeah. and you want to get organized or you want to do a zine and you want to break things up. It's really, really good. You showed me that. By a, yeah, I did show you oh, that ages ago. Yeah. You did. Yeah. You it's, should reach um, out to Trello and be like, hey, I'll well, be They're owned your, by Atlassian, uh, the, the massive Australian tech company. Oh, really? Okay. I yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. rich people. Um, so what was I saying? Uh, I don't know what I was saying now. Sorry, I cut you off. Um, we were talking important. about. Um, Put like yeah, putting things into bear and then it syncs up. So then you know yeah. It's so there. I've actually done my. <laughs> this is really bad. This is not an advert for Trello, but my main Trello has so many things in there. I'm like, oh, I just created one in bear and I'm like, right, yep. here's the twenty thing. I've actually got twenty ideas for the next two months, mm-hmm. and I did a table and I write these are the priority ones. And you can do that in Trello. I just felt yep. like I needed somewhere somewhere that Trello was getting a bit intense. Yeah, I yeah. felt like I need something a bit different this time yeah yeah when you've got so many ideas it's really hard to um you know because then they're just like there's just so many things and then you just feel really overwhelmed yeah yeah Yeah. you are yes you are um awesome I think that's a really like really good tips there for like kind of practically how to manage like your time and like schedule in some creativity and I think also we've said this before but like taking your camera to things that maybe you're like not that psyched on but like you might find something or a couple of photos that you're like, oh, that was cool, you know, um, and like be surprised. So even stuff like, you know, the price of film these days, even like getting a digicam, if you haven't, oh, I'd never shoot the digicam, but you know, getting one because, yep. you know, you might get one for five, 10, 20 bucks and you'll be able to take photos and that won't cost you anything. Yep. <laughs> and although that, you know, you might not like, oh, I don't like the photos or it's not film, but it gets you in the process of actually thinking about images and taking images if you, if you at the moment can't afford to, to buy or you can't source a roll of film, you know? 
yeah, I wouldn't let film, like not being able to afford film or being put off by the price of film or anything like that kind of, yeah, put you off photography like in general because, yeah, it's about like just taking photos. It doesn't really matter like what you're using or even like like that's what George Byrne was saying in our interview. Like he was like the, you know, iPhone was revolutionary for him because yeah. then he had this thing that he could use. Everywhere. And he wasn't just like having to use his Pentax like six, seven all the time, you know? So yeah. it was like very, very, very freeing. Yeah. 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 So um, it kind of works nicely in with a listener question that we had um, asking us about film emulation presets. Um, Are they, what do we think of them? And are they a good gateway to shooting film? Not sure I've you've... I've used the Maston Labs ones. Okay. Um. So they do Maston Labs have been around for a long time. A lot of wedding and portrait photographers um love them. You know they do Ektar and all the Kodak okay. ones, the Fuji ones. Yep. Um. I think they I think they're really nice. I I, I don't think I'd ever. I'm not sure I'd ever confuse a them. digital image with the preset for mm. the real thing. I mean, maybe in some of the ones they use on the website, they do look very very good. Um. But I don't. I wouldn't say it's, I think it's more like if you want to match your digital photos up with the film look, that's really what you use it for. I yep. don't think you would, oh, gee, I want to shoot film. I'll buy them because instead like, that'll be like, a way of doing it. That's, it's yeah. not really the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, my you can take always, on it. You can always tell, I think, with uh, like the grain, you can, all, like, you can mm. sort of tell like the, 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 the structure of it. Like, yeah. These presets look. will have a grain like thing as well. So you, I think on some of them, there's a, like a 35 millimeter grain or 120 grain, I think from memory, maybe I'm making that up, but I think okay. you can add grain and you can mm. do, you can do all cool stuff with the highlights. And I, I'm a big fan of them. I really like them, but okay. I mean, you know, I, I, but to me, yeah, they, you know, I guess if you want to shoot, you want the film, look, shoot film. That's, that's my kind of feel about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think um, I've seen some nice examples. I haven't used any before because I just, you know, like I shoot film, I don't really shoot much digital, but Dehancer, theirs looked quite convincing. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I thought, I thought they looked nice. And I do see a lot of really nice work on Instagram from digital yeah. photographers, like wedding photographers or, and they've obviously really got their editing style dialed in and it does look like I am like, oh, is that film or digital? And like, it looks yeah. nice. Not that it really matters anyway, because if it looks good and you're happy with yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Then the client's happy. Use it. A lot like, of those, a lot of the wedding photographers, they will use, they will have editors. Like they will, they have a style. They'll shoot mm. their wedding, and because they're so busy, they will actually have a editor they work with all the time. They will, they will outsource all things. Yeah. Not all of them, but quite but a lot the ones of them do. That are busy to yeah. get a consistent look and style, and just for the the time. It takes yeah, otherwise to do you're it. kind yeah. of held back doing that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's um, I think it's interesting. Like um, I I, I would. I definitely have no issue with it at all. Like I'm not like, oh, like why would you do that? Like if that's what's accessible to you, if it makes more sense for you, like if you're shooting digital and you want to, because like I don't really know much about editing. So like I would probably be more likely to use something that just gets kind of put over something more more so than having to like harness that as a skill mm. um, and like use those programs. But um, and in terms of it being a good gateway to shooting film, um, I'm not sure it would work. Like, I guess maybe if you did that and then you thought you wanted to shoot film, but I feel like once you start shooting film and you fall in love with it, it is a bit of a, I'd like, say it's hard to then kind of go to anything else. If you really love that look, it's very hard to. I would say yeah. a good way, gateway to film is get a cheap working 35 millimeter camera or, or a Holger. Get a or, Matt Murray special. Uh, get a Matt Murray special yeah. EOS. Yeah. I mean, anything, <laughs> you, anything cheap that, you know, that works. Yeah. And shoot a couple of rolls. 120 film isn't so bad, you know, in price at the moment. 
like I saw comparatively compared to 35 mil, yeah. it's, it's quite cheap. Yeah. So, you know, get, grab, grab a holger for five, 10 bucks. Yeah. And, then and shoot there's some. a bit of a learning curve, admittedly. So shoot it outside in bright conditions. But, yeah. you know, like that, that's a good gateway to film. Um, mm. and so I, I would say a cheap working camera is a better gateway to film than buying presets personally. I think so. I think, I think you'll get a lot more cre- allow for creativity through that as well. Hundred percent. Um, thank you for that question. And sorbet weather. Uh, lovely. Um, it's always Dave sorbet weather over in. I know in he's in Perth. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, he has said, "How has your style evolved?" So for both of us, like over time. How's it's your- funny. Like I've always loved color photography. Like because travel, almost all mm. travel photography is color. So I've always loved color. But it's interesting. Like. I, I don't know how I don't know how my style has evolved over time. I guess it's you become you look at other people's work, you look at your own work, and you you sort of you get to be you know you get an idea of what you think you, your photos want to look like. I can't really encapsulate it just on the fly. But the the one thing I have noticed is that one day I look back at my digital work, like my digital Matt loves, and I looked at it, and it was all of a sudden I realized it's actually very bright and very but very contrasty as well. Like mm. I thought my photograph photography was quite light and airy. It's not. It's no. absolutely not. It's no. quite. It's it's, it's color. Quite bold. It's, yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. That's how I'd say mine is. Yeah. And yeah. Then yours is similar. Yeah, so similar kind of look as well. I think that's how we. When I like first listened to your podcast and then I looked at your work, I was like, yeah. oh, awesome! Like you are really looking for like those bright pops of color yeah. and like bold kind of. Um. Yeah. For sure. I think. But it wasn't similar. until I, I looked at some other people's galleries whose whose digital work is very light and airy, and I look back at my own, and mine is like, well, like it's kind of dark, bright, contrasty. Yeah. With more pops of color than, and yep. you know, so it's interesting how, yeah, you, you sort of look at your own photos and you know with a fresh eyes perhaps and they're not yeah as, maybe you've got you like a skewed kind of yeah. vision of what your work's like and yeah. then someone else says something and you're like oh and then you're like oh yeah maybe it is like that um yeah yeah for sure it's like when someone says you? you shoot like someone else and then you didn't realize it and yeah. yeah 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 i think mine's evolved more so um I, I i'd say mine's gotten like better because i'm doing it more and i think that's because of youtube because i'm like got to, got to share something every week or yeah, you know yeah. so I'm, I'm shooting more so just through that it's gotten better I also think I've the my photography looks different because of the gear as well like I think through YouTube we've you acquired gear more gear better gear you like gear whatever snob. that means so my work looks different to yeah. when I first met Lux and I showed him and I was like using a different lab like I wasn't changed, like I wasn't editing the photos like at at all when yeah. the scans weren't really that great. I was using, yeah, cheap sort of SLRs like that maybe had issues that weren't working. So you get all those sort of filmy things and it looked more like that. Whereas now it looks kind of cleaner and sharper um yep. than it than it did before, which is yeah, just I guess learning things um and maybe being influenced a little bit by Lux as well with his suggestions of he's really good like that. Like, Oh, I, you know, he saw my work and he was like, I think you would do really well with this lens or like, yep. you'd love using this camera, which is, isn't how I think. Um, and yep. that kind of got in the way of me being able to create, maybe create the images that I wanted to. And I feel like he's hmm. really helped me in that way to like, yeah. So um, I think that's how mine's evolved, but it's pretty similar to like, uh, same with you. Like I lo- I've always loved color. Yeah. Like I'm a huge Eggleston fan. Yep. So my composition has, just maybe got a little, gotten a little bit more refined, but always been sort of a similar thing 
um, that I'm shooting and looking for definitely. Nice. So I think practice is, you know, like for with sure. anything, yeah. like with your gosh or whatever it's called. I'm yeah. sure if you, <laughs> yes. you continued with that, you would become uh, a master. A master. What can I say? Yes. <laughs> hey, do, do we have any more listener questions or should we go through the audience comments? Let's go through the audience because those were the only um, ones that I picked out. So oh, cool. Go so we've got it. Andrew Spencer, greetings from Northern Ireland. Oh, it's been many years since I've been to Northern Ireland. Beautiful place. Jay, hello from Florida. I've never been there, sadly. Um, Letau, Letau, I hope I pronounced your name right. I feel burnout only when I get to sharing printing stage. It felt like what I enjoyed personally didn't line up with what I wanted to present to the world. Interesting. So I'm wondering if printing creates a different mental space akin to how different platforms attract different audiences. Very interesting. Mm, uh, very Instant interesting. Charlie, to be honest, the only reason I haven't been taking photos is because it's been way too hot here. Yeah, it's uh, summer up there at the moment, isn't it? In the Northern yeah, Hemisphere. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, 35 to 37 degrees, roughly 90% humidity. Whew. Wow. Um, Woo. Will we run out of Cine, um Pim Sol says, will we run out of Cinestill 800T or gas stations first? <laughs> <laughs> um, the way it's going, I don't know. Um, yeah. Robin says, when overseas, I buy my 120 film locally. After doing my research before leaving Australia, use C41 processed film, which allows me to use color and Ixford, El, Ixford, El, Ixford. Ilford XB to it's Ixford. That's a new company. Ixford. It's my, my own company. It's your own one. Yeah. <laughs> Ilford XB2. I've processed it before getting on a plane. Makes me like in the departure lounge. Just got his little, She's just got a little yeah. Ta- yeah, tank. Yeah. She's there. Yeah. Sophie Tucker, I, I like most all photos, but I do have a hard time with the abandoned gas stations and pictures of bathrooms. Still, it's the diversity that makes them more interesting. Uh, even if I don't see the att- the attraction, Gab Glad. Hello, Gab. G'day, Gab. Hello. Hi, Matt and Lucy from the Oregon coast. Robin, if feeling burnt out with your usual style, try working with another technique such as yes, definitely such as ICM or minimalism. I think ICM is intentional camera movement where you okay you you, you have like a one second shutter speed or whatever, and you yep. blur everything. Yeah, uh, okay. And minimalism definitely. So when one of my um, blogs I actually wrote about that about you know using using a different pen, but it's actually just using a different camera, using a different technique, using yes. a different type of film. Yep. Abby, it's a lot of comments. We're going to keep going. If, I mean, I feel, I don't know, like, what's the done thing on a live stream? Like, I, 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 think, I just I want, think we should. I just want people to feel, you know. I like, think we should, yeah. Yeah, so, it's nice. Okay. I can't you're, see it as well, so I want to know what You're the boss say. of this, Lucy, so I just <laughs> want to make sure I'm not, you're not gonna, you know. Uh, ambient Wave, currently take two cameras out. Main one, SLR 35mm camera when I'm confident with the shot and a tiny half frame. Yes, I love half frame. Nice. When I always want to shoot with freedom. One month, two cameras. I love engaging with creative activities that are entirely outside of photography to get re-inspired. Nice. Yep. Andrew, again from Northern Ireland, I use 120 medium format cameras and a few 6x11 cameras I made. Wow. I also take digital versions at the same time to have film and digital versions. Yes, I like doing that too. Gideon says, good evening from Manchester. Hello, Manchester. Hello from Manchester. Brooke Tungsten. Brock, sorry, not Brooke, Brock, Brock Tungsten. Hello from Sacramento, California. Nice. Hello, California. Anthony Ritchie. Hello, Anthony. Good morning, hello, Matt and Lucy. Anthony. Travis Patterson. Hello, Travis. Hello, hello Travis. I need the chat to take me off the ledge. I'm considerably, I'm considering pushing Kentmere Pan 400 to 6,400. Whoa. That's a, that's a big, <laughs> just, just do it, Travis. You only live once. Just do it, once, do know? it, yeah. And uh, Andrew says, shoot the Kentmere at box speed first. Uh, superseded subject matter says, I look forward to an upcoming zine release of some curated watercolor hoist. Uh. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, Great you idea. Know, coming to you in 2028. Uh, 2028. Yeah, yeah, by the time I get my <laughs> skills give up. Give yourself enough time. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, Travis says, I've shot 20 rolls of this prior, 400 and 800, never pushed further. It's just so hot. I know. Yeah. So, okay. Andrew says, I see what you mean. There's a little discussion here around. Okay, uh, about the yeah, But then people can check yep. that out because yep. um, it's, uh, it's kind of long. One month, two cameras says, bullet journal. Uh, I know what the bullet train is. I don't know what. The, oh, like bullet, bullet journal. It's not like an actual product. Like here is the bullet journal. It's actually like a technique. Bullet journal. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think, well, I've, we'll I think I've actually got a book up there about bullet journaling. Would you oh, believe? Oh, do you? God, you one got my, everything One of, there, one of my many. Oh, I really want to do yeah, that. Yeah. Buy it. Put it on the shelf. Yep. Those, yeah, those gouache paints. They're going to be the same. <laughs> we'll have to YouTube it. I really like things like that. Like, but I feel like I do watch content like that on YouTube. Like that's truthless guy, and then I oh, don't yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like do it. It's hard. It's but hard like, to take great. on everyone's advice. Yeah. It, I think different things work for different people. It is hard to take. It's good to have a whole lot of ideas. And I think mm. you need to cherry pick which ones work for you because not yeah. every idea works for everyone. Yeah, that's 100%. a great suggestion. One month, Thanks, two cameras. Ali. Yeah. Thanks, Ali. Lux has just put a link to my Substack in the description if you want to Aww. grab, you know, it's, it's worth yes. signing up to for free, but you can also get that free uh, PDF of XPro. Yes. And uh, what else have we got? Um uh, Jack Bailey, it helps you with composition. With I think he's talking about Digicam here. It helps you with composition without the risk of using film. And once totally. you're comfortable and confident enough, you can come back to film. Yes, dead so on, true. Jack. Yep. yep, you can experiment and then kind of execute the final thing on film. Yeah, for sure. Lewis says, thanks for the answer. Great input. Hi from Guatemala. Um, what else? Just sort of cherry picking a few because there's a bit of a discussion going on. It wouldn't oh, make that's sense. Good. That's great. I like when people get... Absolutely. Ambient wave. How much does focal length influence or change your photography? It was a struggle with 35 mil, but I found the sweet spot with longer focal lengths. I actually love longer focal length with digital. I am a sucker for long lenses. I actually, one of the reasons I bought that Olympus OM-1 camera mm. is, is not the film one, it's the digital one. It's a micro four thirds camera. I never thought I'd buy a micro four thirds camera. Mm. It's got a smaller sensor. I never yep. thought... I, I don't hate them or I'm not a hater like some people are. I just didn't think I've got a Fujifilm APS-C. Why would I buy a, a one with a smaller sensor? Mm -hmm. But the lenses, um, I, I'll show you this lens. Hang on. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, I like longer focal lengths as well. So with my digital, I love shooting with telephotos. I mean, this is a, this is effectively an 80 to a 300 lens and it's, it's tiny. Like the, the equivalent yeah. one in Fujifilm is twice as big and twice yeah, as heavy almost. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I, I love with digital, I love shooting with telephotos. I really mm. love, you know, um, in the cityscapes or landscapes, um, shooting with telephotos. Yep. With film though, I not as much. I must admit, okay. I, I, I prefer maybe between, you know, the, the 20, 28 to, 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 to 45 kind of area. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know I'm you're different, Lisa Lemon. I, yeah, I like the longer focal lengths with film. I haven't really tried them with digital. We had that 12 millimeter, um, like, which was just too wide for me, like the seven, seven artisans, I think it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've yep. really struggled with that. Like I was like, it's just too much, but yeah, I'm a very much like less in the frame tight crop. So for me, yeah. But I don't, I think that would be the same sh with digital and film really. Would, would you say that Lux's 90 mil is the sweet spot? <laughs> I, I think, yes, we've got that. And we've also got, I think we've got an 85 portrait. Do you mean like a walk around lens or are you talking about for a specific use though? I like it for walk, for, for walk around, mm, but that's because I'm not like, I don't ever like people always come on YouTube, like, Oh, we can't, we don't know where you are or we don't know the scene or the context, but I don't really yeah. want to give anyone context. Like for me, it's very, for my personal work, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just see like some red 
ba- plastic little bag screwed up yeah, and yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah. take like a sh- really tight crop of that and yeah. it doesn't really matter where I am. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. I can, I find it really freeing because then you can be anywhere because sometimes yeah. you're somewhere and you're like, this location's not really that great. Like the buildings aren't that good. There's nothing interesting going on. All the cars are new, all the people yeah. are boring, but then you can find like little things like that. You know, like if you go around the back of the shop, then there's like, I don't know, just something weird and cool. And, and, and I like just isolating little things. Cause then I can photograph anywhere, like put yeah. me anywhere with like a 90 millimeter lens and I'll like bang out a roll of film with like yep. those little sort of details that you'd probably just sort of not really think about otherwise. Mm. So sure. that's how I, so for me, it's a wood walk around lens, but I can understand how it wouldn't be for a lot of people. Yeah. It's interesting. like, you know, yeah. you want to cap capture a scene or tell a story or get more yeah, in the I frame found, like with my 90 mil i've got a 90 mil for the contacts g which only kind of i mean we it works really weirdly with the g1 anyway i found that was a little bit i don't know on film i felt it was a bit long for me and i um i like a i think i guess i like a zoom telephoto mm. but like a zoom like a a longer like prime lens i'm not so much into the contacts 45 is a really nice lens yeah um so that's probably one of the best lenses ever used um, yeah. contacts g mm. um uh, michael says lucy you should try 135 okay 135 mil lens yep i and think lux was saying that the other day actually yeah new grain says hello from france bonjour comment ça va? bonjour bonjour à tous that's all i don't really know how to say anything else i know bisou bisou is like kiss kiss, kiss yeah kiss, yeah that's that's Very all good. i got Très bien, hello it's so worldly, Matt. <laughs> Mr. Old Lucy. Um, uh, Jack says, Vivitar Series 1, 70 to 210 mil are great lenses for film photos or a good zoom. Okay. There you go. Or, or a good zoom such as 28 to 105. Nice. Okay. And Andrew always uses longer focal lengths on um, Pentax 645. Yeah, I think that's another place where I've got longer zooms a lot or longer primes rather is things like Pentax 645. You, you get some longer, mainly because mm. it's, it's, you know, you need a longer focal length to get back to the 35 mil equivalent. It's to get, Cause it yeah, changes yeah, yeah. when yeah. it's on. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's a realm. I haven't really uh, gone, gone down. And I think we've got, uh, is it, I think it's an 80 to 200 mil. It's massive. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. It's huge. Yep. And for portraits, that is like, just amazing like nice. the 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 separation and yep. you know like the depth like it just oh it's just be- like really beautiful so nice um i mean that's not how i shoot but for lux it's it's really nice it's, it's the bomb but, yeah. but you've got a plan because you don't really want to be walking around with that so it's very like intentional yeah. sort of style of shooting but yeah. yeah yes is there anything else in the chat nothing else in the chat and I- i've got to take my daughter to work in about 10 minutes so i yes, guess we better, I should, um, better wrap it up, go. Huh? yes i can hear luca like running around he's ready to probably leave the house not so like we might banging on the cupboard door is go out. <laughs> let, me like, out, mom. let me out your podcast is over let me out it's like harry potter the cupboard under the stairs poor poor luca oh dear <laughs> Oh my god! No, I think he's. I think he's gone outside with. He's, uh, he's painting with his gouache, yeah. probably. Ready. Yeah, he's practicing his gouache. Ready, he's ready for ready well, to beat to Matt the podcast. Yeah, 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 lovely. Um, all right. Well, thanks thank everybody you so much. for watching. Yeah, thanks everybody for listening, and um, yeah, hit those links for the giveaway and for Matt's um Substack as well to have a look at the zines to get inspired, and uh, we'll see you in the in the next one. What should we do? One last question. ATF. Oh, yes, che- yep. Cheers from sunny California. What are your dream cameras? I've already said mine earlier, the Ricoh GR1V. Lucy Lumen, what's yours? Oh, I don't know anymore. Like, oh, I don't Lucy. know. But right now I really want, um, like, a contact 
G G two or like Oof, G G one. Like you I just expensive taste, but yeah, I just G2. want one. But like that, yeah, yeah, you know, nice. like yeah, it's good. I just they just look so nice. They're so sexy, especially the black ones. They're very nice. Yeah. Mm. Oh yes. Cool. All right. Like end on Bye that everyone. note. Bye. Thank Bye-bye. you, Matt. See you guys. Bye.